Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. the Hollywood Life Podcast. Um, I am uh, podcasting out of my home today and uh, co-anchoring with me is uh, Ali Stagnita, who is podcasting from her place in New York City. Right there, Ali? Yes, yep, I am good. I am here in New York City. First time being back since March. Wow. Yeah. Well, we're, we're glad to have you back in New York City. And today we have a, a wonderful guest um, who I think a lot of you will know from her work in very famous series, Frasier. Um, and now she's got like the, the most um, kind of adorable and interesting new series that you can see on YouTube. And um, so without further ado, welcome Perry Gilpin. Hello, Bonnie. Hello, Allie. Hi, Perry. Hi. We want. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for pot for joining in our podcast today from your home in California. Um, and so, listen, you've got this um, really fun series. It is so funny. Um, it's called Old Guy. Why don't you tell us in your own words what Old Guy is about? Well, old guy is about an old guy named Roger Barton, but he's Harry in the show. But my my, uh, it was made by this these five ladies named uh, Gabrielle and Ursula and Maria, and there's two more. I can't believe I just did that to myself and to them. And they uh, charity, and there's one more. And they uh, they the two that I have known for years and years are Maria and Ursula and they all joined together and they've made several projects together. And they used to, we, I was in a book club with them for years and we, they tell us these hilarious stories about their parents because their parent, their dad was like the head of psychology at SUNY Perch. I mean, at SUNY Buffalo, their mom is a writer. She's had several things published and they're, they come from sort of a, an intellectual background, uh, academic background, but they were the craziest family and great stories. So cut to- Yeah, they're five sisters, right? Five sisters, yes. They have a brother or it's just the five sisters? Just the five girls. Oh, that must have one been- One is a professor at Tufts in Boston. You know, one lives in Ohio, two live here. One's an actress, one's a writer. They're all producers and they do these projects together. And 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 they're very, they're all very bright and they're all very uh, talented and creative, you know. And um, so they said when their dad retired from being a professor, he moved to LA to be close to his kids and his grandkids. And he started he he, he started to audition and you know try to 
have his dream of being an actor come true. So they were like, Perry, you can't believe it. Dad is, our dad is like auditioning for things all the time. He's on fire. He has gotten <laughs> so many jobs. And they're, but they're all like, you know, adult diaper wearers or dabbers or, you know, skinny dabbers. Yeah. yeah. You know, because he's 80, you know, and he's the thing is, oh. he's not 80 that with a long career, you know, aging with his career, he's starting out as an 80 year old actor well, you fantastic know? for him good I for him agree. i agree but they they so they wrote this script and they wrote it in with such a good exactly good for him it's very good humored it's very good na good natured and it's very big hearted but it's also super funny they really capture this our crazy industry and the ageism in it but also just the fact that it's a business and business is business you know so they, they really do that well and I play his agent and I'm the business part. <laughs> right. You're so funny. Your, your character, because you're just like, you're sort of, a, I guess what we imagine is a typical agent. You know, you're very direct, you're aggressive. You want to get the jobs in and you don't mince words. And, uh, <laughs> and it makes you so funny because you don't mince words. <laughs> <laughs> she's found a way you know to communicate with her clients and especially a new one where you know it's almost like a mom and, a, and kids it's almost just like, it's like shorthand here's how we're gonna do it you know and but at the same time she she does have a heart but she's not creating the roles for him she's just you know matching the role up with the job available and the actor available so she she's just the middleman in a lot of ways and can't really do much more about it so she's trying to deliver news in a way that, you know, can make, try to make him happy with it. But, you know, being the voice of adult diapers isn't always gonna make <laughs> happy. My mom had a very long running adult diaper commercial for years. She was a model and an actress and did <laughs> commercials. And she had one that was like, it was for Depends. And when you, oh I guess when you get older, if someone hugs you, you might pee a little. And um, so she was at a wedding getting hugged by a lot of people, but with confidence. Oh, okay. In her commercial. Yeah, in, a, in her in a commercial. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and he plays like he gets roles like senile man and skinny uh, <laughs> man at the bar, and you know, uh, uh, there's so many. If you if you Google it, it's hilarious. If you IMDb uh, Roger Barton and see the roles that he did, it's very funny, and yeah. and it's exactly what this is about. And I like that he sends him to get his photos done, like his portraits. Yeah. His first portrait, he's wearing a hospital gown, yeah. like he's an old folks home. Yeah. <laughs> Which cracked me up because, you know, they also like when he's, when he's going on his first audition, he says, is it for a banker? Is it for an adventurer? And it shows him like in these costumes, that, like, you know, Indiana Jones or, you know, am I, do I rule the town with an iron fist, you know? And, He's got these dreams and then, you know, it shows the, what the photographer puts him in, which is a hospital gown or, you know, diapers. But the thing about that is that's every actor, number one. And right. also these five women are get, dressing up their dad, you know, <sighs> part. So, you know, you get to see them joyfully, you know, they adore their dad and they're, they're getting to see him have fun and they're having fun with him and they're kind of, you know, they're kind of, taking the mickey out of him a little bit too which is so much fun and and, and he's just so such a good sport mm -hmm. yeah he's, def he's definitely a good sport and <laughs> now the woman who plays his wife is that their mom is that the yeah, real yeah. wife oh it is his real life wife <laughs> 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 
cute. It's so cute. It's so sweet. And, and I love it when she says, I sold my script and you get to play the lead, you know, <laughs> and it's just so adorable and wonderful. It's exactly what we all want for our parents is for their dreams to come true. Yeah. Well, and it's so feel good during this time too. You know, it's something yes. fun to watch with the family. That's going to make everyone laugh when it comes to your character. I mean, you know, when you're just looking at like the character analysis of her, why do you think she took on this man as her client? Like, does she believe in him? Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. she sees that he can make a lot of money. I think she sees that he can do a lot of jobs and that he's got a great look. And she says, I love the way you look. I love everything about you. I love your story. I don't want to hear it. You know, she just, <laughs> but she, she, she gets what she's got and she wants to send him out and she knows he'll do well. Yeah. And it seems like she, he he does now is the full series up on youtube how are, do we have more episodes to come is there there's, there's six and they're all up you could watch it all in like less than 25 minutes you know they're those they're like three to five minutes long it's a web series that's so it's a and it's kind of a new category for the emmys it's only about yeah. four years old so that was one of the reasons why they we did this in 2013 and, 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 and sadly, Gabrielle and Roger have passed away since, which was one of the reasons why all five of them have been busy. They had kind of prolonged illnesses. So now that this category is there and they saw a window of really like just getting it out there, they decided to take advantage of that. So I, I was happy to join them because I am so proud of it. I, and I just think you're right. It's light. It's the whole family can watch it and we yeah. need it right now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so even though it was filmed, so even though it was filmed a while ago, we've now, it's sort of like it's having a whole new life um, because of this new short, like the category of short comedy or drama that it's yes. now a contender for in the Emmy and you're a contender for outstanding actor in it. Um, well, I mean, listen, we have to hope that there's a, there's a, a heaven or, you know, second life because Roger, the star, would be so excited that yes. he I show up for an Emmy. <laughs> I know he would be. I would know he would be very happy for his daughters. And also, the, what the, the message of the film? I mean, the message of the work is 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 everything they are saying about how you know elderly people or people of a certain age are misrepresent are underrepresented and maybe misrepresented too because there's so much life and there's so much more to them than you know a hospital gown and and that's what he that was his point and that's such a beautiful thing to say it's a great message to leave yeah i was going to to say that as well i mean the the message within here is is still incredibly prevalent um when it comes to just representation and media um, and, you know, I know, um, I think that with, when the wife came out, Glenn Close talked a lot about that as well, being, um, kind of an older woman in, in a role like, like she was. And, and I think that it's definitely something, um, that will, you know, hopefully this will bring some light to that, um, but also a learning experience too. Well, the thing is, too, is that when we think about ageism, we've talked about ageism a lot, especially for women in Hollywood. You know, it used to be that women would talk about you can't get any roles over the age of 40 and then over the age of 50. And I think that there's definitely, I mean, I'm hopeful you're in the business, so maybe you disagree. I think that it seems like there are more roles for women over 40 and 50. 
but hey, like that's a whole other next level of ageism that we don't think about seniors. Yeah, yeah. That's that's really what I liked about it. it was I don't even think they would have thought about it if their dad hadn't have gone and you know hadn't had this experience that was they found so much humor in and they got a real kick out of it, but it was also a surprise. And and women do, I think there are a lot more roles for older women and women of all ages is more what I mean. We once women get past their thirties and then into their forties and fifties, I think there's more. And I think there's more even in sixties, seventies and beyond. It, there, I do think women sort of go through this weird valley, you know, where they don't work for a while and then they start working again. And maybe it's the transition from being sort of an ingenue to being maybe more of a character actress. And I think sometimes I was never an ingenue ever for one second was I ever an ingenue. So I, I've never felt that, but I do remember when Frasier ended and I started auditioning again, you know, I'd always auditioned for whatever the, the woman, the, the one age. And then all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, you don't want me for that part. You want me for the mom or you want me for the different, you know, the aunt or whatever. I was funny, you know? And I'm like, of course, I've, I, of course I've been out of off the market for a long time. But yeah, how long, how, I mean, Frasier was a very long running series. How many years did that go? 11. That's very long running. And that's yeah. a long time to play one character. I mean, Jennifer Aniston just talked too about how she tried to escape Rachel Green for years and never wanted to talk about Friends because she was in and thought of in that role for so long. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's a blessing. It's, it can be a little bit of a curse maybe to your career, but the blessings outweigh it so much. You do have to fight, but then maybe it's finding that perfect role that takes you out of it, but that's kind of hard too. You know, I think Jennifer Aniston did do that though. I think that people do think of her as other characters besides Rachel, but Rachel's everybody's little sister, you know? Yeah. Well, though the thing, I mean, it's uh, probably, you know, again, bittersweet for her is that now Friends is back, you know? <laughs> it had all, it's a, was back on TV, so she really couldn't escape it. So yeah. she thought she could. Yeah, well, it's, you know, a big, big season of reboots and, and reunions. Have you, Perry, talked to anybody from Frasier? Have you guys thought about doing, um, you know, Seth Rudetsky is doing a lot of those um, reunions with stars in the house and things like that. We did. We did one. We yeah. did one right in like the first week of, yes. um, of, of lockdown, maybe the second week. But it was really great because it was the first time. It was so, it's like how it taught me immediately how, doable this is because you know Jane was there and then David was there and then Kelsey was there and then Dan Butler and Tom McGowan and Harriet and B.B. Newworth all everybody kind of came in and out and they only had six boxes so you know we'd have to move in and out but it was like we were all together in a room it was crazy it yeah. was so fun. it was so much it was so great to see everybody and we there is lots of talk about a reunion and I think that there is one in the works and we'll see what happens. Oh. They get it where they want it to be before they, you know, start shooting. But in the meantime, uh, Frasier is premiering on Peacock July 15th, all 11 seasons, which is the NBC on demand. <laughs> oh, it's you're back again. Like you're totally, it'll never, it never, never goes away. Can't escape it. <laughs> it never goes away. And I don't want it to go away. That is not a complaint. I, I am very proud of that show. And I, I, I don't, 
I watch it when I see it on. I don't find it, you yeah. know, but if I see one on, I'll watch it. But my kids are huge Friends fans, for sure. <laughs> Where is something in, like with the quarantine and everything, it's just, it's like comfort food to be able to see reunions of shows that you love. And then, of course, now to have it all come back. So I think it serves a very positive purpose in, this t in these times. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Carrie, where do you think Roz would be um, right now? You know, if, the, if Frasier were to pick up, where would you want to see her right now? Well, you know, I, that's so interesting because I think, you know, it, in your business, I, I know my dad was, a, was in radio and television and it, it seemed like, you know, at once, once he was a DJ, he had, a, he had a, a morning radio show in Philly, he went all over the country. Then at one place he was a station manager, then he went back to Philadelphia and he started, he was a weatherman there and he also like did the new news and he was still in radio. So it's like, it feels like people move around and not necessarily, you know, it's not necessarily up or down. It's just sort of around, you know, and in different cities, you might go and, and try something new. And, and then you just gather all of this, you gather all this experience and wisdom and knowledge about each facet of the job. So I think she definitely would not still be engineering a radio show, or if she was doing that again, she would have done a lot more other things in between. But I, I do think she would be in media. I think she would be doing something having to do with entertainment on the news side or on the entertainment news side, as opposed to, I don't think she's producing, uh, you know, a, a sitcom or anything. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. But who now, knows? <laughs> that's right. I guess, well, we may get lucky enough to find out if all goes well. Yeah. Now, you have some other projects in the works. Do you want to tell us about those? Yeah, I did a movie. For, do you guys know who Siobhan Fallon Hogan is? She's an actress. She was on Saturday Night Live for a season. She's been in X-Men and, and uh, uh, Forrest Gump. You would, you'll totally know her when you see her. And she wrote a movie and, and I went and did it with her. I, it's called, it was called Frat Haze, but now it's called Rushed. And it's a really interesting, really well done movie about, you know, it's about being a mom of, of mainly boys as opposed to girls, but also like what can happen, you know, when your son just makes one mistake, you know, how things can go so wrong. But it's told from a mom's point of view, you, you really are moved. It's an incredibly moving film. And um, I, I, in, the, in February, I did a movie called We Broke Up. And I worked with a, a director named Jeff Rosenberg, and it was with William Jackson Harper and Aya Cash and Sarah Bolger and Tony Cavallero and, and many others. And it's, we shot it all at Calamigas Ranch, which is right like between Malibu and Westlake. And it was beautiful and it was like a weekend wedding and it was it's a really funny warm really well written movie so those two things are coming out 
And um, tell us a little more about rushed and about like what goes wrong, like what kind of happens. Well, there's a you know a frat hazing incident, and there's a, there's a death from it, Ooh. you know, and it's accidental. But a mom wants to um, find out how you know she's try, sorry she's trying to deal with her own immeasurable grief, but she's also trying to figure out how to keep it from happening again. But it's not anti it's not anti fraternities. It's more like how do we make this a little safer, I guess? Or how do you make this be a, a little bit uh, less likely that someone could, it could be this bad, mm -hmm. you know, and just kind of drawing attention to it because Siobhan was, uh, and her husband both, who produced it with her, they're both, you know, were in sororities and fraternities and they're not, they're not anti that, but they also feel like maybe there's some, some safe, safer ways to do things. Mm -hmm. And are you the mom? No, I actually play. She, she I, I play another mom of another son, and and she she goes and finds several people that uh, several mothers that have lost their sons in that way and talks to them. Oh, I see. Creates a um, you know creates a conversation about it. Yeah, I mean you hear about it every year. Like there was the Penn State death, um, and you know when it comes to to athletes, my brother is a. Um, college lacrosse player and I know that my mom you know never she never worried about the things with me that she you know kept her up at night worrying could happen with him and even just being involved in something it's definitely touches a lot of households yeah that's exactly how Siobhan puts it it's just mm -hmm. what it's like to be the mom of a son yeah um it's it's interesting because most both of your projects are about like really interesting subjects. And I just feel like we're so in limbo right now. Like they're a reminder that there is a whole other life out there, like and issues that we're not, we can't experience right now. Do you feel like, do you know when these films are gonna actually, like they'll come out? Have they been affected by what's going on? Well, I think Rushed, I, I, I know with Rushed that that, 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 that you know, you might have an opportunity to see that pretty soon. Um, and that, and kind of in the timing of that is before we go back, I mean, before college kids reconvene, you know, maybe it's a perfect time to rethink some stuff, try some things, you know, maybe if it doesn't work, but you know, it's a good time to sort of start fresh, right? Mm -hmm. I just thought of that with that question. And then um, uh, the, the other is just, it's about a couple, um, it's about a couple, it's about a couple, it's about two couples, two sisters each with their guys and, and how their relationships work out. And, um, and you know, I would imagine, don't you think, everyone keeps saying we're going to have a baby boom, but I have a feeling we're going to have more divorces than babies. Uh, yeah. Not, not based on me. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Maybe the same amount because it's like, it's a lot of, it's you have to work out some stuff right well i'm telling you guys in new york i mean you know but you know what i mean like you have to go all of a sudden you're like why is that bothering me so much and it's because oh it's because i've i'm Quarantine. i can't get out <laughs> right i yes yeah I, I think it'll be very interesting to see um you know what the aftermath of this situation is 
uh, you know, uh, when there's been big blackouts, there has been big baby booms after them. I'm not sure though about this because I think on one hand, yeah, you're stuck inside and um, there's a lot less other entertainment going on. <laughs> but on the other hand, I think people are very are concerned about getting pregnant right now with COVID. Right. That's so true. I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But That's I guess true. we'll just find out soon enough. I mean, we've I been here for four months. But you know what I find is so interesting is that there was that the 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 the, the flu that was in nineteen eighteen. Right. And now all of these pictures of people in masks and how they dealt with it. Like there was a picture I saw yesterday of everyone at a baseball game, like all these men in a baseball game with, with masks on. And it was mandatory there then at that point. And it's just so interesting because I don't remember ever, I heard the words, I just never remember hearing about the epidemic. So it yeah. feels like this will pass and it will be a distant memory. And it, it's just something we, it's an opportunity, I think, you know, <sighs> in some ways, I, I don't mean to be too philosophical because I know a lot of people are really, really, really like white knuckling it like right now, like what am I going to do? But there's just so much to be, to be, there's, there's, there's things that can be learned from this. Oh, absolutely. Not yeah. agree more. How old are your kids? 16. I have 16 year old twins. And so how have they handled it? I guess that they had to finish school, like finish the school year at home. Yeah, they did. And they, I think it was kind of maybe the optimal age is what I keep saying, because they're not older. They're not seniors going, what, you know, I just bless their hearts. And I mean that mean that for real. And, um, and juniors are so stressed out over all the other stuff that happens after high school. But 10th grade is, you're solidly in high school. So everything that happened, happened to all of them, you know, and they, they, you know, they went online and, and did school. And one of the things that, um, one of the, one of them had a teacher that was a substitute teacher for a teacher that was on maternity leave. And, um, and so she, about a week before school ended, she said, please, can you have your kids get everything in? Because I want to grade things, get them back because their regular teacher wants to come back for one week to finish out the school year with them, which is so great, you know? And I wrote her an email and I said, thank you. It must've been so hard to be a substitute this semester of all <laughs> yeah, time. Really. You know? And she said, um, I've actually enjoyed myself very much and I got, I'm glad I got to do it, but I just feel so bad for the kids that don't have access to online learning. Yeah. yeah. You know? And I just, it, I hadn't even thought of that yet, you know? So I, you know, I, I want to see if we can get involved this summer in helping get some, get that at least to kids if we have to do that next fall. Definitely. Yeah. And, and that it seems likely that at least for part of the school year, we will have to do that. Yeah. Um, and you've been, like I said, you've been very active on your social media and uh, you're, are you involved in um, any particular organizations? Are there issues that you're particularly uh, really, you know, really out there that you want to talk about? Are you um, into voting? Like what, what are you using your platform for your platforms for? 
I can't help it. I can't help but, you know, I'm just so interested by politics. I've always been interested. You know, it's not like I'm seeking it out. It's just where I am seeking it out. It's not like it's just, I would anyway. But now, I yes, voting, <laughs> dear God, vote. But I was just involved with this voting, you know, in Texas, um, there's so many unregistered voters. Yeah. And so they're really, uh, they uh, turned Texas blue, this one uh, for the Texas Democrats. They raised a million and a half dollars in a week. And with that money, they will reach out and get people registered. And when people are registered, then their polls get put there so that they can go and vote. And I think that there's, each state is different. And I remember moving here from Texas and being, oh, it's that easy to vote. I, I think that the vote, one form of voter suppression is just to make it so hard, right? So, so I think that's the case in many states, Texas, Texas being one of them. And, um, you know, every, please in Texas vote, if you're Texan, vote. Please turn Texas blue. Sorry. <laughs> please turn <laughs> blue, yes. Um, that's so true and that's so interesting. That 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 the organization is going to be very focused on getting unregistered voters registered. Yes, and the censuses that we're all doing right now are super important too because that they draw the you know they draw the the voting the districts by those censor censuses. Right. So if they if you are not counted and there's fewer people there, you might not get a poll anywhere near you. You might that they, you know they're they're drawing those districts, so that's really important to get that in there, right? Um, yeah, and if you don't, your and if your community doesn't get the people don't get counted, then you don't get enough money for your schools and for hospitals and roads and everything else. That's right. That's right. Your whole community yeah, suffers. Well, yeah. yeah, it does seem like when I went on your your Twitter and your Instagram that I can see, I can see your passion and I can see like, oh, that you're, you're reading things and you're retweeting. Like you're like, I've got, I can see you can't hold yourself back, which I think a lot of us feel that way right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just can't, you know, and it's, and, and, and I feel like it's how we're all, we're learning so much more through social media about politics and how things really work. I have been so educated through this process. The past few years have I've yeah. learned a lot that I just did not know. And I think that would benefit a lot of people for us not to know so much, you know? So we've got to educate ourselves, but now's the time. It's never too late. Absolutely. And there is still a lot, there's still not lots of time, but there's still time to get registered to vote. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Please do that. <laughs> <laughs> you can register to vote. Whoever's listening, you can register to vote on Hollywood Life through When We All Vote. Um, if you go to the Rock the Vote tab, then you will get all the information there. That's right. We have a, on our nav bar, we have a section called Rock the Vote. And if you click into any of our stories, we have a register to vote module right there. So you literally can register to vote on Hollywood Life. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So... 
What are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. I love you guys. That's <laughs> well, Perry, we love you too. And we love Old Guy. And I highly recommend it to everyone to just go to go on YouTube and just type in Old Guy and all of the episodes come up. They are so entertaining and they're they're very sweet. Like they're just you know they have so much heart. And we wish you all the best in being a contender for outstanding actor in a short for comedy or drama. And uh, whether the, who knows, like I'm sure the Emmys, you know, whether they're held in person or virtually, we will be covering them, so. And we'll be rooting for you. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, I hope I see you there. Yeah. Thank Thank you for taking the time to talk to us. Thank you. All right. Bye. 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 Thank you.